Welcome to episode 118. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Sacred union, divine union, inner union, connection, intimacy, all of those things that we kind of associate with sacred union is what we're exploring today. And this particular episode is an opportunity to feel into what is uniquely calling you, what is uniquely singing to you around the experience of sacred union. And it doesn't have to be sacred union with another human being. It might be sacred union within yourself. It might be sacred union with nature. It might be sacred union with the earth, with a tree, with an animal. It might be with another being. It might not be. So here's an invitation to really walk into this from a very open and reflective space and use this episode, use this conversation, use this space as a way of getting to know deeper truths in ourselves, getting to feel and explore some parts of us that might not always be top of mind, might not always be right in front of our faces. There's also an invitation in here to join us on the reunion experience. So join us in these seven days of free workshops that we're putting out. If you're listening to this before the 20th of February, you are so, so, so invited to join us. Um, that'll probably stay open a couple days after the 20th. So even if it's a little bit after that, look at the show notes. If you go to rewildingforwomen.com slash 118, that's this episode number, you'll find a link to join us in reunion. All you have to do is enter name and email so we can send you the seven workshops that go along with this. So reunion is a way or a doorway into exploring sacred union. We're gonna explore a whole lot more in reunion, of course, but it's one of the themes or topics that will definitely come up um, in that experiential journey. So we'd love to be there with you if that sings to you. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. Now as we move into our conversation around sacred union, Here's that opportunity to open up beyond just the mind. So if we're going to start talking about sacred union and we're going to attempt to embody it and embrace it from a more experiential place, a more of a gnosis place, like I know it in my bones versus I read it in a book and it sounds good. If we're going to do that, which I'm opening the door up for that in whatever way is possible, for us in this moment and in this time together. But if we're gonna do that, just this invitation to like breathe your body open. So breathe your heart open. So whatever it is that you're doing right now, just breathe your heart open. Let, let your chest relax, let your rib cage relax, and just kind of a couple of breaths to just breathe your heart open. There might be things that the heart mind can comprehend that the brain mind can't comprehend. So just letting heart mind be open and then dropping down to your sexual center and breathing that open. 
So just breathing, you might feel lower chakra, you might feel kind of pelvic region, but the sexual center, there might be something that comes through in this conversation that that lower wisdom center can comprehend that brain mind can't, right? So like lower wisdom center mind can comprehend that brain mind can't. And so just breathing open the base, breathing open the second chakra, breathing over your open your sexual center. Let it be open. Like, let it be open. It's time we stop keeping everything so clenched tight. It's time we stop denying the fact that we have a body and that we have sexual centers. We're talking about sacred union, right? If we're talking about sacred union, we're going to weave sacred sexuality into this conversation. We should listen to this. We should attempt to listen to this in the best way that we can from a place that this lower center is open, that our sexual center is open, that our heart center is open, that our throat is soft and relaxed, our jaw is open, that kind of that whole central channel is just open in a way. So the invitation to do that for yourself as we walk into this conversation. I thought about this conversation and I thought about toning it down. I, 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 I really legitimately thought, you know, what felt into, probably I feel into things more than I think about things. I felt into like what level most serves. So to talk about this conversation, to explore, this is more of an exploration than a talk, to explore this topic at, w- at what level, you know, what level do we explore this topic at? And I often, this is a confession, True Confessions by Sabrina Lynn. When it comes to this topic, I dumb it down. Here's my confession. I dumb it down. I tone it down. I water it down. I, I, I do. I bring it down to oftentimes a level that I think will serve. And, and often it does serve the moment. But this moment today, it doesn't feel like it serves to water it down. It doesn't feel like it serves to lower the the conversation to like, this is going to sound so terrible and this is not at all, to like lower lowest common denominator um, of what has been experienced in others. This is not a judgment call by any means. It's just a what is understood what is has been experienced in others and often I will go to that place or I'll go somewhere in the middle right I'll go somewhere in the middle like okay this is where you know we can mostly grasp what what's being explored here what's being talked about and today I, I, I've kind of just taken the lid off so if y'all are all right for this to potentially get really esoteric it to get really non-dual, it to get, start to move up into like those higher ways of talking about things, higher vibrational ways of talking about things where, you know, the mind kind of freaks out a little bit. That to me feels like it will serve this moment in time, this space, this particular episode, this circle for those of you who are here live on Facebook, that to me is what feels like will serve the most. So 
<laughs> love Ingrid. Bring it. S. I love, I love S. So there's a funny nickname that the team gives me. Big S. <laughs> so, and Ingrid, when you wrote bring it, you wrote S like in capitals. Um, so yeah, just a funny little inside thing before we just really like blow the lid off of sacred sexuality or, or sacred union. And I don't want to just talk about the piece of sacred sexuality within sacred union. I want to throw some, I'm loving all of you women. I'm open. I'm so ready. I want to throw some different thoughts and some different questions at you. So let this be experiential. Let, let, let this be an exploration. And there might be pushback. There might be resistance. There, it might be just like, so I don't even know what you're saying, Sabrina. And that's okay. Also, just know that being in this space, there's an energetic thing that happens between you and me. There's an energetic thing that happens between the whole of the space and all of us here who are participating in this conversation, whether it's live or it's later in the podcast or recording somewhere else. There's an energetic participation. And so honoring that, that, that the mind doesn't necessarily need to grasp this. The mind doesn't necessarily need to understand, comprehend, fit into a box, organize and decipher the information. We've been so trained to do that. But when we start talking sacred union, it was beautiful. I can't remember the exact word that Leona shared, but like it's indescribable. It doesn't fit into a box. You can't organize it. You can't comprehend it. That is not it. That is not sacred union. That is not even close to what sacred union is. The mind, let's start the conversation here. The mind will never be able to comprehend sacred union ever, ever. So regardless of where we go with this, this exploration today, regardless of what words come out, know that it doesn't even come close to capturing it. That's just the truth of it. So here's something I was feeling into when I was feeling into sacred union. What if part of the reason, so these are the questions I'm going to throw at you and that they, they might, they're just to spark some thought provoking conversation. What if part of the reason that you long for sex and some of us don't have a longing for sex as a way of connecting. Some of us have more of a longing for relationship or for love, which is fine. What if part of the reason that you long for intimacy, you long for deep connection, you long to touch, you long to be touched, you long to be held, you long to be seen, you long to see another, you long to come into some kind of connection with another, some kind of a union of any sort of form, some sort of interaction with another. What if part of that longing is because we are moving beyond physiological need so I'm not going to deny that there's not a physiological desire, right? That's like physical desire, physiological, like longing to reproduce, desire to reproduce, or physiologically just desire to be touched. What if you start to move up? What if you start to move up? What if somewhere 
in that longing for love, relationships, sex, intimacy, connection, whatever it is for you, find your word, find what it is that's most longing for you. Find what it is that's most longing. And, and let's not deny our longings. Remember, every time we go into these conversations, it's radically honest with self. You don't have to be radically honest with me at all. And I, I might actually sometimes almost push you to, to like back up and like, I don't want to confess to you. It's, it's, it's about you just being honest with yourself. All of these things are just an offering. All of this is an offering. An offering to know thyself in a deeper way. An offering to uncover things about life, about love, about our, our truest self that we may have not uncovered before. That's what this is. This is an offering. It's just an offering. And so, so in that offering is, is this like, Permission to be radically honest with yourself. Total permission to be radically honest with yourself. And let's just go into that longing piece for a moment. So let's not deny that we're longing. I can feel there's a denial of longing for connection. I can feel there's already, that's like surface level first thing. There's a denial of I don't need anyone. I'm strong, I'm independent, I can do all of it on my own. What about wholeness, Sabrina? I'm working on becoming wholeness. I don't have a longing. Let's move past that. Let's, let's, let's move past fierce, independent, Sarah, thank you. I long for connection. Let's just move into that part of our heart or that part of our being or that part of our body that is longing for something, some kind of connection, some kind of intimacy. And it might not be with another human being. It doesn't have to be with another human being and that's where maybe I was feeling some of the resistance is it doesn't have to be with another human being it could be I am longing to feel so deeply connected to earth to rhythm of natural cycles I'm just longing to be connected to to moon to sun I'm longing to be connected I'm longing to have my bare feet on the ground I'm longing to be able to connect into the wind the water the waves I'm longing to connect into that it could be I'm longing to connect to my body it could just be I'm 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 actually longing like I love this Sarah, um, Sasha that was you just inspired that I long for connection with my womb I'm I'm longing to connect into my body. I'm, I'm, I'm longing to feel where it's maybe been numb. I'm longing to connect. I'm longing to have a more intimate relationship with my body. It's possibly I'm longing to connect with another human being. I'm longing for a deeper connection. I'm, I'm longing for depth or I'm longing for truer connection. I'm longing for, it's oftentimes the word is deeper connection. I'm longing for more. I'm longing for more. I'm longing to feel more love. I'm longing to give more love. Sometimes it's I'm longing to physically connect. Sometimes it is through sexuality. I'm, I'm longing to sexually, and let's not judge any of this let's not make any of this taboo the second we judge it we're not able to be as honest with ourselves we're not able to be as open we're not able to see as much it starts to go into the shadow and that's what we're, we're attempting to open the door to is, is what's under there oftentimes unconsciously moving us unconsciously driving us and so 
if there's sexual longing, let there be a sexual longing. I'm longing to connect with another in that way. I'm longing to connect sexually. It does something for me. It fills me in some way. It opens me in some way. It takes me somewhere. And so let's just move in from this place of, of longing for a connection or a, an intimacy of sorts, whatever that is, right? And so, so if we are feeling into that place of longing, What if, what if through that longing, through that longing, that longing was potentially a doorway that would open us up to the experience, the gnosis of sacred union? What if through that longing, whatever that exact expression is for you, what if through that longing, that was like a breadcrumb trail that leads you to what will give you the experience of sacred union, the experience of union with the divine, the experience of union with the all of everything, the experience of the union, like, of matter, which is us, body, mind, me, Sabrina, the union of matter and spirit, spirit and matter converge. Now, now what if we all on some level long for that? What if on some level we like long to go home? You know, what if on some level sacred union, and, and we don't even know it, but on some level, somewhere in us, you know, the, the space within us that was us before we had a body, that was us before we came into this world, that was us before we had personalities and absorbed conditionings and, and all of that stuff, that was just us as, as this, this like raw little like spark of, spark of soul came came in and then we took on form and we became a personality and we became a body and we became a, a, a thought, a way of thinking and we became our thoughts and we became our emotions and we became our body. What if that space in you that is still that like spark of, of pre-body, pre right? Like pre-separate two. What if that space in you is always longing to find its way home. What if that, that space in you, that divine spark in you is always longing for union? It's always longing. It's, it's always longing to find itself. It's always longing to, to connect back into where it came from. Like the divine in you is always longing to connect into the divine in another, the divine out there, the divine down there, wherever our paradigm is at in the moment. And then what if part of what that longing that you have for the form of connection that you're longing for, what if that, that form is a 
breadcrumb trail that will help you to find union, that will help you to move back home, that will help to take you back home. So I can share for me, I want to give tangible example, and I don't want to make it about me, but I want to give tangible example. So for me, I long to go home through sexuality. I long to experience the divine in another body. I long to experience the divine in another body through energetic expressions. I long for that. I, 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 that is part of my way home. I experience sacred union. I experience the divine in me uniting with the divine, the fullness of the divine. I experience that through many forms. One happens to be sacred sexuality. Now another, I experience union deeply, deeply when I'm like stripped bare. Right now I'm in the desert, so it's very stripping. When I'm stripped bare on the land, and I don't have to be physically stripped bare, I'm, I'm stripped bare and I am so intimately connected. I am so intimately connected with Mother Nature. I am so intimately connected with Mother Nature that I know the sacred in myself because of my connection to the sacred that I am seeing and feeling and finding in the land, in nature, outside of myself. I, it's like the, the, the mirror, but you know, the, the divine in me sees, witnesses, honors, and loves the divine in you. And so there are so many forms, there are so many physical forms that sacred union can take on. So if we go to the heights of the heights of the heights, for me, it doesn't matter what the physical expression of it is. It doesn't matter how it's playing out in my physical world. That union for me at this point in my life, that union for me, like the expression of it doesn't matter. Whether that's sexually being expressed, that union with God doesn't matter if it's sexually being expressed, if it's being expressed via a heart-to-heart -heart connection with a dear friend, right? A soul-to-soul -soul connection with a dear friend through like sacred conversation, through sacred conversation, sacred witnessing. Could be that. Could be with my, my dog, right? With, my, with an animal, with an animal. With an, I find union, I find sacred union with an animal, soul-to-soul, -soul. the divine spark in my dog meets, honors, touches the divine spark in me. Could be with this desert land. The divine spark in the desert land meets, touches, honors, makes love to the divine spark in me. And in that like dance and in that lovemaking, like the more that I, as a conscious being, can be conscious and present to the divine dance the divine spark in the land, the more that I am choosing that radio dial, right? I just turn my consciousness, my awareness into the divine spark of the land, the divine spark of the land, the divine spark of the land. What starts to happen is that divine spark of the land becomes 
the thing that I am tuned into. It is the thing that I am tuned into. And what happens is that divine spark becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in my atmosphere or in another person who I'm talking to or making love to or whatever it is. And then my divine spark becomes louder and louder and louder and bigger and bigger and bigger in me as an embodiment of my divine spark, right? And so that divine spark outside of me and whatever it is that I'm uniting with or I'm dancing with or I'm present to that divine spark in me and the, the, that divine spark in that and the divine spark in me starts to come into this dance, this harmony, this um, making love, right? Like starts to make love. It starts to make love. And there, then there becomes this union. It becomes this, this union, becomes this union, right? And so the making love starts to happen. This union starts to happen. The ego starts to dissolve. The Sabrina-ness starts to dissolve. My separateness to the divine spark starts to dissolve. I become not even separate to. I become not separate to. There is no separateness. I, I really, not only do I know this from reading it in a book or I've heard this all is one, I, I am living it, I'm breathing it, I'm experiencing it. I have the gnosis of it. I have the gnosis of it. I am it. I'm now not reading about it or thinking about it. I am it. I become it. I become it. So that's sacred union. <laughs> um, now, of course, there are many, 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 many things that determine our capacity to tap into the divine spark, our capacity to hold that, like our stamina to hold our consciousness, even our, even our ability to keep our focus on something for more than a minute um, is tough in the world that we live in, right? Our, um, how our bodies are wired, how, um, how much divine spark my body is capable of allowing to move through it, capable of, we all have divine spark in us or we wouldn't be here, but how is my body wired to emanate it? to receive it, to open to it, to, to emanate it, to allow it to fill me. You know, where's my nervous system at with that? Where are my chakras at with that? Where are my bones at with that? Where's my blood at with that? Where's my mind at, right? So we think about the embodiment, but then where is the mind at? And we just talked about that focus piece of how long can I even stay focused on something? right before I dart off into the next thing well you know without the mind being wired so it's like the mind becoming wired to 
one, turn to that radio dial, that radio station, turn, you know, our, our just awareness, like what are you tuned into? What station are you tuned into? And one is, you know, sometimes we have to be shown, like, hey, hey, this is like AM 1160. You're like, oh, AM 1160. I didn't even know there was an AM 11. Fuck, I didn't even know there was an AM. I've been on an FM the whole time. Right? So sometimes it's, it's just, you know, having someone show us AM. What did I say? AM 1160, I think. AM 11, apparently that's, that's the divine spark is AM 1160. AM 1160, right? And so, so sometimes it's just that. And then you know, how long can we stay on AM 1160? And so what is the wiring in our mind? What is the wiring in our brain to be able to hold that radio station amidst the world we live in? You know, cell phones ringing and, you know, pattern conditioning of like everything changes every two seconds and instant gratification, right? Like instant gratification. Well, I'm not going to hang out here for five minutes because I want it in five seconds. And if I don't get, you know, divine spark making love to my partner in five seconds from sacred sexuality and sacred union, if you don't look like Jesus in five seconds, I'm out. I'm game over. Like, let's just end this thing. <laughs> really exaggerating. I'll share an experience, uh, um, a, a, an experience around sacred sexuality. Um, to, to kind of weave that thread in. Uh, this is a wild one. This is a story that I had forgotten about until I was reminded of this story. And this happened to me years and years and years and years ago. And it was one of the, my earlier experiences of sacred union um, amidst intimacy with another. Um, my partner and I had gone, were in a, a workshop for the weekend, working very much with Shakti, very much with divine feminine, divine masculine energies, uh, very much um, archetypal work. And so we were in this workshop, and so just a real expanded state, just, just from practices, just from doing practices together um, and doing archetypal embodiment together over the weekend. And we're... It's like Saturday night. It was in a very long workshop, maybe two days. And it's, you know, Saturday night or whatever night it is. And um, we're starting to get closer and closer and just energetics are starting to move. And, um, and we're, we're making love. And this experience is one of the greatest experiences of my life. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't say that. I have a lot of really great experiences, but it's definitely top 20. And... So I'm, I remember sitting on him and I remember looking into his eyes and, and, and saying these words to him. I, oh my God, I, I, I remember. Oh my God, it's you. It's you. This is what I'm saying to him. Oh my God, it's you. I know you. Oh my God, I forgot. I remember. Oh, it's you, it's you, it's you. And to me, um, it was it was God. It was the divine. It was 
in the kind of in the form of Jesus. I was very much working in in that energy at the time. Christ light. Jesus is a triggery word for you. Christ light, and it was he 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 became that, and there was no longer a man there. There was no longer a personality there. There was there was just God, just God, and I'm weeping, and I'm fully taking fully uniting like fully taking all of that essence in fully taking all of that essence in fully allowing that essence to just almost like explode me into just pure love right just exploding that back out into the world back to this this energy I can't even say it was a man this just exploding just into love, into nothing, into just love and light. So at the end, we're sharing our, our experience when we kind of have somewhat of our wits about us, sort of. And he says to me, you became Jesus. He says, in that you became Jesus. I said, you became Jesus. <laughs> like, that's who you were for me. And that was just us putting words to, you became the divine. You became the divine in that moment. And so I know that some of us are very, very sensitive around different archetypal energies or different religious traditions. We have lots of stuff and lots of things around them. So you can just insert something else in there but it was really you became the divine we became the divine for each other and it um yeah it to be one of and i've had many of those experiences with a tree <laughs> with the earth with a, a moment of nothingness with, like I was sharing my dog, with another being not in a sexual expression kind of a format. So to me, that is sacred union. And to me, you know, kind of what we started our, our exploration today on is the breadcrumb trail and for me, sexuality has always been something that I have been called to explore the higher realms of the deeper realms, the more, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. Not all of us are called to that particular thread of sacred union. Some of us are called to sacred union through a different thread, through a different doorway, through a different path. And so in this moment, like those of us who are here live in this, in this space, in the Facebook group right now, like if you can feel into, and I think it would be beautiful for us to share, if you feel to share. Right now, I mean, we can have many, many different doorways that we're called into sacred union through, but right now, like what is yours? Just in this moment, tomorrow it could be different, in five minutes it could be different. It could have been different an hour ago, but just in this moment, like if you were going to move into sacred union where whatever it is or the experiences just becomes the divine it just 
you, it brings you to you being the sacred. It brings that object, that person, that uh, moment in time to be the divine. If there is a path, a doorway, like what is the, Sarah, I love it, divine sex. Um, suit of my body, my body, my womb. I love that. Um, just feeling into for you in the in this moment. If you're listening on the podcast later, just really feeling in to your own doorway. And then um, Ebony, myself, or nature. Yes, I went through very long periods of my life um, where I did not long to experience and be in sacred union with another with another with a not with a dog not with a human not with a tree not with it was with like the absolute all of nothingness and everything itself it was to come into union through that that was um, a very significant period of my life so totally um honoring that and loving that you wove that in. Ebony, thank you. Um, the ocean, wide open views, the Milky Way, I love that. Nature, sunlight, moonlight, heart, divine connection, uh, my heart, woodland, forest, consciousness, nature, music, and color, I love those, Sabrina. Um, Mother nature, breath, and being able to be alone and feel complete. Uh, merge with silence. Oh, these are so beautiful and so, so glorious. Um, so now my next question of, you know, kind of opening up the space for us to just explore self and to explore what's true and to be radically honest with self because it's all just a journey of know thyself. And so in this moment, feeling into what capacities am I called to develop or to practice or to explore a bit further? What capacities am I called to, to develop that will allow me to experience sacred union to a different degree. What capacities, is it mind focus capacity? Is it, I actually just need a transmission of like AM 1120 so I know where I'm looking. Is it, Okay, if I could develop capacities in my body, I'm really called to embodiment work. Um, I'm really called to stillness. I'm really called to silence. I'm really called trust, Felicity. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, Arena, another trust. Oh. You women are magic and wise and just sharing absolute gold in our space. Um, heartfelt giving. 
I love, 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 love that. Um, so just feeling into, you know, your own unique capacity that could be taken to the next level or that you're called to take to the next level in this moment. And again, it can change in five minutes. It could have been different an hour ago, but just in this moment. And what is that capacity? The, the one that's coming to me in this moment is deep listening. This is deep listening, like deep listening to the still small voice within. More space for that. More, more creating more space. Like deep listening for the still small voice within. Deep listening for the still small voice within. You know, and, and letting myself be led from there to be spoken to. To, to hear from the still small voice within and to move, you know, am I called to, to move towards sacred union through the creation of something? I, I often feel it through the creation of something, like creating um, reunion. Right now, this is a very, very deep um, dance for me, that is a very is very much of a, an experience of sacred union is in creation, is in artistry. That's that's me doing my art, and when I'm allowing creation to come through, it's I'm I'm allowing the space to start to make love to an um, I don't want to say an idea because it's not an idea a spark of inspiration that comes from the same place I did, you know, a spark of inspiration. And then to start to, to make love to that and to start to come into um, a dance and a union with that and to let it, its divine spark. And, and that's really what I'm doing with reunion. And those of you who've been hanging out will know the journey with reunion has been wild. We've changed the name. We've changed the, we've pushed it back by two months. We've done all kinds of, like, in, and, it's, and it's been because of this creative dance with it, this sacred union with it, and, and, and the letting it, <laughs> um, let me feel for the right words. It's so hard to find words for this. Um, I've never described this process, the creative process, ever in my life in this way. Um, definitely not publicly. Um, but it's like y you, um, you become mother to it. But in becoming mother to it, in becoming pregnant to it, there is a making love with the divine, the divine spark, the inspiration. There's a making love to that form of the divine, whatever that form of the divine is, to then become pregnant with what it is we're creating or birthing. Does that make any sense? I know there's a little bit out there. Um, and so it's, it's, and then, and then when you're pregnant with it, so this is how I feel about reunion right now is to be pregnant with it, so this is like the next step of divine union, right? Like this is the actual um, becoming impregnated in a way, um, and then giving birth to something that comes from that creative spark or that making love. And now it's the slowly starting to give birth, but it is its own soul. It is its own. <laughs> it is, <laughs> and to do it with with a 
you know, a program of a, an experiential v- retreat, which is what the reunion is. Um, yeah, it's so it's a wild dance one that I obviously find very challenging to bring words to, especially when I'm in the midst of it, especially when I'm in the midst of, um, yeah, of honoring the, the, the very thing that I'm kind of pregnant with. <laughs> Um, wow, that was um, really a gift um, to be able to go there, really a gift to be able to talk about sacred union from this place um, and to explore it with you all and everything that you all wove into the conversation around sacred union and um, yeah, yeah, I'm really grateful that we could go to those heights, to that level, to that space. Um, Yeah, love what we do, love what we do. Huge love for our community, huge love for our Facebook group, huge love for the rewilding team um, and all that everyone's putting in to bring um, the reunion experience out into the world. So if you have not signed up for the reunion experience, you are so very welcome to. It's totally free it's we kind of hold a space like this once a year last year it was 12 days of circle this year it's seven days of reunion Um, and we'd love to be there with you so you'll find links in the bottom of descriptions you'll find links in you know kind of wherever you're hanging out watching this Um, you'll find links all over if you're watching somewhere that's not on our website just you can go to rewilding for women you can go to sabrinalynn.com you can find us on our facebook page but yeah you'll find a party just signed up awesome Um, be great to be there with you um all right beautiful souls love this love you and i will for those of you who are in the facebook group right now we'll do another live like this next week so another live like this next week and that kind of kicks off reunion so in our facebook group will be a lot of reunion stuff starting on the 20th so we start the 20th and we'll go for seven days so lots of stuff happening in our facebook group around that and you'll see lots of pop-up lives happening throughout that week too um, to kind of support the journey and deepen it all right um love you all and thank you all i will see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you Mm -hmm. Thank you.